So I want to share a little story of what happened last night. Yesterday, I had a really great day. Actually, like one of the most refreshing, best days I've had in a while. I started coaching with my favorite coach, Keisha, again for the second time. And I am really stoked to be doing this again. At the same time, I got to reconnect with a childhood friend and we created a podcast episode together on our, because we both have podcasts. So we joined forces and created one together, which you should go look for that. And the thing about doing this kind of stuff, especially being ex-Mormon and especially being like somebody working on their trauma, it feels so good <laughs> to be working on those things. Like, and, and I really feel like I can compare doing my coaching, like anytime I've had a coach, um, it's very similar to going through therapy. Not exactly the same, right? And they're both meant for different things. So do not skip out on going to your therapist. I am putting in yet another plug for therapy, but it's similar in terms of like how you have to go back and like as you set goals for how you wanna move forward in your life, it requires you to go back into the old versions of yourself, even subconsciously so. So in therapy, that's what I was actually literally doing, right? A therapist was working with me to rehash this trauma and to get myself to a place where I could move on from it. Working with a coach, it's like you're setting these goals and every time you set a goal, the intent is to be like, what is holding me back from this goal? And basically always, <laughs> it is some past version of yourself that is holding you back. And so, like I said, even subconsciously, these things come up. They rear their ugly little heads. And it is so interesting to me, the brain and how the brain works. So I guess this is how my brain was thinking about this. Our brains do everything in their power to keep us alive. That is the goal. The one and only goal that your brain has, naturally speaking, is to survive. And because of our evolution as humans over thousands and thousands of years, it is more likely to be a very basic kind of survival. Whether that is like food, shelter, water kind of survival or just like social circle survival. Like making sure that you have a tribe and that you're going to be not cast out of the tribe. So I saw my brain doing exactly this. Like just going into that survival mode because it was triggered by the goals that I was setting, by the work that I was doing on myself to try and progress my life forward. What did this look like? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I spent the day pretty busy going from thing to thing. And this is like the day or two after Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving break. So Thanksgiving, I really let myself have that 
break. My husband had some days off of work. I was just like really allowing myself to feel the flow and feel the vibe of the holiday, the relaxed feeling. In doing that, I did not keep up with the healthful things that I have put into place to keep my health going. And if you haven't listened to the podcast before, I have been working on my autoimmune-like symptoms that have come up and caused some serious illnesses for me over the last two years due to my trauma affecting my physical body. I was feeling so good as of the last couple months. I was I was doing more, I was more active, I was able to have more energy throughout the day. And so I was really, over the last couple weeks, just like giving into this like winter vibe, I can kind of cozy up and be more lax and etc. Especially because of Thanksgiving, right? And it was fun. It was really fun. And I'm not even saying that I necessarily regret it. But I will say maybe I let it go a little too far, a little too long, and it really started affecting my body again. And I started having those autoimmune-like symptoms popping up again, and that was not fun and not worth it. And so I got out of the habit of like eating the right foods, of having a sleep schedule, working out, having my body move, etc. It's It's just the basics, right? But the basics are always the hardest things. As I got to this point where, okay, the Thanksgiving break is over, it's time to get back into real life, I'm starting my coaching, I'm like getting back into my goals, that shit was hard. (laughs) It was like, that was the time for me to finally face the music, right? Like, trying to get back into that place of life where I can go, 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 and I can work towards goals and do the hard things. I didn't have that foundation in place that supported me to do those things. And so that made doing those things extra difficult, right? And way more taxing on my body, my mind, and just my overall health. And not to mention my soul as well because we're doing some deep dive soul searching in this coaching. So it did mean that several times throughout the day as I was jumping from thing to thing, I was trying to process out loud and poor, poor Chris, my spouse, (laughs) always gets this processing, right? Like I'm processing and crying and throwing a little bit of a tantrum, right, about the things that I feel like aren't fair and the things that I feel like are hurting me, how I just wish things would be easier. I am so lucky because I have an amazing and supportive partner who is growing with me and doing the work too. So shout out to you, baby. I love you. But Chris being this supportive partner that he is (laughs) was a very good listener. But to be honest, I was not in the mood to be receiving advice. (laughs) My ugly old self themes were rearing their heads trying to protect me, right? Trying to say, this may not be happiness that you're feeling right now, but at least we know here in this place we're safe, right? Because your brain isn't looking to be happy. That is not what your natural selection brain is doing. 
It's looking only to be safe. And safe, not emotionally, but physically. So mine was popping up. And it was like, you don't want to do these things. You don't want to set these goals because it's too hard. And because it doesn't feel good. And because it's scary, etc., etc. So fast forward, because it was a busy day, I got really sleepy pretty early on, which is so <laughs> not normal for me. Um, but by about like 8.30, I had like done my wind down routine. I had taken my bath. I had done all my self-care and I was in bed reading my little smut book by 8.30. Chris was still doing some work, some freelance work that he had to finish up. So the poor guy wasn't even like getting to relax or anything. He was working. As I got more and more tired, I thought to myself, okay, it's like past nine o'clock at this point. And in case you aren't familiar with earlier episodes, I have a cortisol imbalance, which is caused due to long-term chronic stress. So of course I had a more stressful day and I'm feeling it, I'm feeling exhausted. And I think to myself, well, it's past nine o'clock, so if I ride out this wave of feeling tired, I might actually get some good sleep tonight because that is one of the biggest things that I struggle with is sleep because of this cortisol imbalance and several other hormonal imbalances I'm working on. And as I had let myself go over the weekend, yeah, sleep went right out the window, right? Like we were staying up late, having fun, goofing off. It was like a little sleepover every night. So I'm getting to this sleepy point thinking, okay, I'm going to hack the system, right? I'm going to fall asleep at nine and maybe I'll get some really good hours of sleep in before my body naturally wakes up when it usually does, which every night I usually wake up somewhere between the hours of 3 a.m. and 7 a.m. And sometimes it's all of those hours. Like I'll wake up at 3 a.m. and not be able to go back to sleep until like 8 a.m. in the morning. And on those really rough days, it, it just, it's a pattern, it's a cycle, and it's a really difficult one to get out of. So I kind of knew that because of my habits, I was, I was probably going to be having a, an even worse version of this cycle. And the last couple nights had proven that. I had been already waking up at like 3 a.m., not falling back asleep until like 7 a.m. And that is your REM cycle which is a really vital, important part, not only for your brain, but for the rest of your body, for your organs, because that's, those are the times of night that your organs are all getting cleaned out and reprocessing, rebooting for the next day. And me, who struggles with kidney issues and adrenal issues, etc., stomach issues, that time of night is vital for me to wake up the next day not feeling absolutely sick. Here I am stuck in this pattern and I know I'm stuck in this pattern and I know it's as a result of the choices that I've been making and I'm getting frustrated at that. I'm, I'm secretly subconsciously frustrated at myself, right? But I fall asleep around nine o'clock and it's, it's a very light sleep. Like everything is waking me up. Noises from Chris clacking on his keyboard are even waking me up, which is like, such like all the way in the other room, like barely waking up because of nothing. 
my dog is like rolling over in the bed next to me and that's waking me up and making me angry. And I'm just getting grumpier and grumpier because I'm seeing this as like my golden time to get some sleep. Like if I don't get sleep now, I'm gonna be exhausted. I'm not gonna get any sleep. So I'm getting grumpier and grumpier and in my mind, just like blaming everything around me, right? It, it is everything and everyone, it, it's everybody's fault but mine. It's the dog's fault for needing to get comfortable in the bed. It's Chris's fault for working for us and doing work. <laughs> and it's like crazy that like, that is the natural way of our brains. And I didn't, of course, I'm human. I didn't recognize it in the moment. I'm only recognizing it the next day and, and going, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> but I'm getting grumpy. I'm getting angry. And by about 11 p.m. or midnight, I just give up. Like Chris had come to bed at that point and I'm just, I'm stewing because I'm mad. And I don't even really know what I'm mad about. I'm just mad at everybody. And I get out of bed and I, I'm like, I'm just going to go make myself some tea. Maybe I'll like record a podcast. I don't know. And out follows my loving husband. And he just sits down at the table with me. And I just break down. I am just really sobbing. And basically telling him everything I'm feeling and how frustrated I am that it's been like two years and I feel like I've come so far and I, I've done so much for my health and I have literally dedicated my full-time hours in life to getting better. And it's so irritating to me that a couple of days or weeks of just letting go and letting loose and having fun cost me my sanity, not to mention my health. I'm feeling those symptoms coming back and that's keeping me from sleeping, right? Like the aches and the pains and the swelling and the uncomfortable feeling of just being in your own body when it is ill. And just that, you know, self-pity of like, I feel like I am never going to get a break. I'm terrified that, the, that these things will never go away, that I will never actually get better. And that maybe the cost of feeling somewhat better is going to be everything else. Like I will have to give away everything else that I want to do in my life just so that I can have a semblance of feeling okay. And the cost feels too great for the return. So as Chris is listening to me and he's really letting me just cry on his shoulder. He does give me some really good advice and he shows me the places where I can do better and where he can help me because obviously I need some help. And there's another ugly little old self theme rearing its head. Like, I don't want to accept the help. It makes me feel weak. It makes me feel out of control. It makes me feel powerless to be accepting somebody's help. As the night progressed and we finally, like he let me talk it all out. He, he was there with me and we finally got back into bed. Yeah, it took 
basically the whole rest of the night before I finally fell asleep. I was awake for hours and I was maybe in and out of sleep at times. And then by the time it was like 6 a.m., I hadn't slept a wink really, feeling exhausted. Like exactly what I was scared was going to happen, happened. But something that he had talked about with me the night before was to just allow myself the space to kind of start over a little bit, to sleep in get some extra rest in the morning so that I wasn't, you know, depraving my brain of sleep that it needs. And my resistance to this advice, my resistance to actually giving my body what it needs because I wanted it to be on my timetable and I'm scared of the habits that can come into place if I allow myself to sleep in and then go to bed late the next night and sleep in the cycle. You know, like I get scared of those cycles happening. But all in all, what my partner really offered to me was some grace. His example to me of how he offered that grace, he said, it is hard. He's like, I I watch you. I see how hard this is. You are sick and you don't need to blame yourself for being sick. And because you're sick, that means you're gonna have to take those couple of steps back. You're gonna have to reevaluate and give your body what it needs now. And the beauty is, is all this work that I've done over the last couple of years, it doesn't just go out the window all of a sudden, right? Like it's not just immediately gone, it's there. It just may not be there today. And really, it's crazy how quickly I forgot all of this. He, he was able to remind me of it, but I immediately forgot what it's like to give myself that space to just need what I need in that moment. I can't force my body to flip a switch and suddenly do what I want it to do. I need to be a listener of my body's needs. And just because I need to take those st- those few steps back right now doesn't mean that those that that stage is going to last for a long time. That recovery that I've been doing for 2 years, that is exactly what helps me to not have to be in a recovery stage for as long. Maybe I would have taken these steps backward and been there for a couple months, but Now I know it'll only be maybe like a couple days or weeks at most. So everything that I've done has not just like gone away. It's there. And all of that work wasn't just for nothing. But that doesn't negate the fact that I have to recalculate where I'm at just right now. And I have to take stock of what that means right now. And that can feel so scary, right? Because we just want to think about the future. We just want to live in a future moment that doesn't even exist, right? We just want to be there. And that really takes away the lesson of right now that will eventually lead us there. Like the irony is that I'm trying to skip the very part that is helping me to reach that goal. And you can't skip, you can't. As much as I would have liked to have done that, 
that doesn't actually help me to become a better person. To actually become the person that lives in that future moment with that future success as well. Not to mention, it also negates all of the success that I have had. It negates all of the hard work and the growth into the person that I currently am. It is so unappreciative of who I am now and how special she is. So if you are like me and you are trying to get back into the swing of life after this fun holiday and it feels tough and it feels frustrating and you get angry or you get grumpy, it is absolutely okay. And I promise everything is going to be okay. Hack your brain, hack your systems, know the science behind why your brain is doing what it's doing, and then reach inward. Calm that younger version of yourself, that that little child inside of you who's scared, who's angry, who doesn't feel like it's fair. Be the adult that you didn't have, who can be there for her, soothe her, and promise her that you're going to be there with her step by step until you reach that goal. However long it takes, there is no timetable. The timetables we make are totally fake. And just like I am currently working on, we all get these opportunities to take stock of our life, get excited about some goals and some future versions of ourselves that could exist soon, and use that momentum to take those steps back, the necessary ones, to live in the present moment and nurture those parts of yourself that don't quite know yet how to move forward. Because the only way to help them make those forward movements is by doing it with them. You can't leave them behind. You can't move forward past them. The quickest way out is through. I am here with you. I am going through it too. And we're going to see those better days very soon. Until next time, I will see you at the next episode.